0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Editing Elad and uh, um, yet another g- you know week in news paradise. Um, we wake up this morning, or went to sleep last night with the news that uh, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, pr- Cyril the Week, has fired his, uh, Sa- well, p- suspended his SARS Commissioner, which we've all been hoping that he would do since he became president. Um, uh, Ray Hartley politically um, Cyril is not being meek and mild here. The bodies around him are beginning to mount up rather quickly. Yeah, I think
1: so. I mean, uh, I think one of the things about Cyril is that you don't know what he's doing until you have some time to look back on. And it's now clear to me that what he's prioritized since becoming president is sorting out the economic ministries and dealing with the turning off the taps, essentially, Mm. on state capture. That's what it's all been about. He hasn't really been paying much attention to the rest, which is why, you know, Bata Lomini is still wandering around the battlements and Malusi's back-at-home affairs dealing. You know, I think that the real focus has been finance minister, public enterprises, and now SARS. So shut the taps on state capture. Stop all of the flow of money that has been taking place out of... The Treasury and through via these state owned enterprises and so on into this corrupt network. That has been the focus. And the Moyani move really is just another step, a big step in that direction. And
0: presumably, Natasha, this, the next to the next Paul would be uh, the head of the NPA, Sean Abrams, or is this just uh, would that just be too perfect? I mean, <laughs> no, I- uh,
2: there's already a court judgment, you know. Saying yeah. that, that Sean's days un- are yeah. numbered, he that he's he's Effectively, legally appointed, so he shouldn't be there. Um, and he's definitely ne- one of the targets, I think, um, to There was come. something
0: Ramaphosa had to do, wasn't there, about yes. Sean Abrams? What was it again? Remind uh,
2: us. He, it w- the judgment came when he was the deputy president at right. the time. He was meant to um, uh, th- it w- he at the time, he was meant to appoint right. the NDPP. Right. But because he's now the president, yeah. that, that fell away, and he is free to, uh, to appoint the NDPP. Interestingly, he announced the charges against, he allowed Sean Abrahams to announce the charges against um, Z- former President yeah. Zuma, well, yeah. uh, which is quite strategic because it also, you know, I- Sean was um, Tsuma's lackey. Yeah. And, and he effectively allowed his own lackey to announce those charges. So taking, removing the possibility um, of, of an argument that it's politically motivated. And, and what,
0: is, what is all this doing for Ramaphosa politically? Is it strengthening him? Weakening him? N- there seem to be no protest about any of these uh, moves. Nobody, nobody's out in the streets. You hear no murmurings from inside the party. Um, what is, it, is his position becoming more solid as he m- moves along or do we still worry about whether he's going to fall over at, at some stage and or get pushed over
2: I think it's it's strengthening his p- his position I think Lutuli house is fading a bit into the background yeah. um, and we know that the the you know the main man at Lutuli house is um, a, a, a ramaphosa opponent um, ace makashule yeah. but um, f- Lutuli house is fading into the background the more s- the more mr Ramaphosa does things like what he's done with with Moyane, um you know the more all the bodies pile up as you as you said. Um, I think it's going to s- it's strengthening his position because it's opening up. Uh, you know the the NC. I- it's opening up the, the possibility that the, the election f- electoral fortunes will definitely you know be better next Im- year. Improve. M- improve, that yeah. does seem
0: to be the case, hey I mean, what does the opposition do now? I mean, the EFF and the DA are in very different situations. Um, uh, the DA seems to have sort of s- slipped in, in, in its own polls. And the EFF, I have no idea, I have no feel for where they may be going. I mean, obviously all parties will say they're moving up in the polls,
3: but we don't know. The EFF, uh, in addition to now threatening white people with cutting the off their throats, mm. is now beating up journalists yeah. uh, because Jacob Zuma is gone, their biggest campaigner. Yeah. And, and as you just said, <coughs> to use Julius Malema's parlance, uh, the DA now has taken over the ANC's role of eating its own children, being that pig that its its own children. Look at what's happening in the uh, w- with with pa- Patricia dilil throwing away uh, uh, the the real vote that carried them over the past ten twelve years uh, because they are, they these two parties have lost their biggest campaigner in Jacob Zuma. Yeah. they they are basically at a loss. Uh, the, the the EFF is now closing up towards the ANC, trying to to pretend they actually never left and they actually were always interested in issues such as land. But the, uh, I think the real stress, though, is uh, uh, I- if you are Sean Abrams, or even Malusikigaba or Ace Mahashule, you don't want to go to bed before 10 PM or 11. <laughs> because you don't know what happens in the morning yeah. <laughs> when, no, when uh, you just just wake up. There
4: is an appeal that we're waiting for on Sean Abrams. It was the mm-hmm. Nklemeza case. Um, right. The High Court found that uh, Nklemese's settlement by which yeah. he went away was not valid. Right. Um, but that was, that was appealed. Um, by the NPA and by uh, and 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 therefore we're waiting for the outcome of that, and then um, and a api- assuming a su- the 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 co- the concourt upholds yeah. what the high court said yeah. about Sean Abrams predecessor, if you like. Yeah. Um, it seems likely that that Sean Abrams's appointment will be found to have been completely In- invalid, lab- which invalid. will save saw Ramaphosa the trouble of actually firing him um, and in the meantime um, the case against Jacob Zuma theoretically goes ahead but but Sean Abrams has sort of put a backup plan in place where he's put in charge of it a prosecutor who is has an absolute track record of Zuma loyalty yeah. so um, I think that 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 well, that'll be I mean, that, yes, that's that's that be needs nice. to be changed and so and, and really the, the firing Sean Abrams or Hoping yeah. that he goes away is is getting now quite urgent. But, but
3: you know, mm-hmm. the, the the that loyalty to Zuma of the of the Natal lead prosecutor is neutralized heavily by the presence of Billy Downer, who was there originally as uh, back all the way two thousand and five two thousand and seven and pursued successfully, Shabir Sheikh. That's Sheik. right, he, in, w- in, in, the, in the Hillary Squires case. Yes, yeah. he's the guy that uh, argued uh, heavily, vociferously against when uh, he tried to throw away, when he actually yeah. did throw out the case. He's the constant that has been there since the Mule days. And he's been pursuing this. He's invested a decade and a half into the prosecution of Zuma. And at this very point, he may well be the lead prosecutor in the Western Cape, but he will not let that go away, and that is the best guy you want to to prove the case against Suma. He's invested 15 years because he's so convinced by the by the evidence. I mean, stuck around too. A- and and Justice Marada put it very nicely in the Financial Mail this week. Uh, if sh- if Shabir Sheikh was already convicted, uh, having proven that he bribed someone. It's to just prove that someone was Jacob Zuma is the easiest thing to do.
0: I I, I do recommend, if you you have the time, Google, print out, and read Hillary Squire's judgment. It is quite an extraordinary thing. Um, Zuma's name is in almost every sentence, or at least every paragraph Mm -hmm. Uh, of what was a very long judgment. It took a very long time to read I remember all of us. in the newsroom at Business Day at the time, standing in front of our only TV set and watching it. It was an exquisite piece of,
3: it of is writing. an interesting thing we have not considered. When, uh, by the election next year, when the election ro- rolls around, yeah. Jacob Zuma will be in court answering Absolutely. to these charges and yeah and will most certainly be convicted and the ANC will have to say for 10 years we subjected you guys South Africa to all of this and we knew this guy was a criminal for 10 years we subjected you to it and that's again but that's the
0: the the question i mean does does that weaken or or strengthen uh, Cyril's ANC come the election let's say the trial is actually on in Durban there's going to be a daily minor you know protest outside as you know It'll w- wax and wane with the weather or whatever it might be, but if it happens if the election happens while the trial is on, and as as Sukarnati is saying, you know we've all the stuff comes out, um, and yet you you made him president after you've done this, what yeah. does that do to the ANC prospects if you 're the opposition, how do you exploit that um, and if you 're Cyril how do you how do you how do you exploit that I think a lot of it 's going to depend on
1: the Defense that Zuma mounts. Mm. If his defense is going to be that I was naive and this was common practice, and here are several examples that I can give you of other leaders who've behaved in the same way and have never been prosecuted, and that there's no record of this being seen as a crime, um, you know, you can start unearthing all kinds of things about the ANC which would be very, very damaging. But Ramaphosa can, uh, I think, come out of that team. Ramaphosa was very careful not to get involved in the arms deal, yeah. not to sign any of these dodgy contracts, and get into the state capture net. So his name is not going to come up there. Yeah. And he can, I think, still probably project himself as someone who's trying to clean uh, and up. And
0: just, uh, just remind me, um, Natasha, you might remember, was was Julius Malema? When did Julius Malema become president of the ANC Youth League?
2: It was around two thousand and eight. It was yeah. Yeah. after
0: the trial, after the, after the shake trial. Yes, it but was. But before the rape trial or after the rape trial?
2: It was. He
3: was president during the rape Ju-
0: trial.
2: Really? No, it was before. It was, yeah. it was it was it was after the rape trial. No, it was. I think it, it was definitely after mm-hmm. the rape trial because because Fikile Mbalula was still the president of, right. of, of okay. But Julius still played quite a s- yeah, yeah. quite a role. I mean, he yeah. was he was quite key. He was
3: premier of Limpopo that time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the danger the ANC faces, though, is it is allowing Zuma to campaign for it in KZN. Um, I don't know if you've seen the, the the pictures from on the ANC KZN Facebook page. You know. The w- uh, one poster with Cyril's face, one poster with Zuma's face. Um, so he is campaigning for the party and that's a danger that the ANC needs to, to you know, face.
0: Um, and how do, you, f- how do you, if you, if you, if you're facing that and you want to stop it, who, who does the stopping? Does Cyril pick up a phone or is it left to the local ANC, uh, the provincial ANC?
1: Well, I actually, I actually think that Ramaphosa's got a real problem because the KwaZulu-Natal vote, because of the sheer size yeah. of it, is huge and there's a chance that Zuma being on trial and out of politics, that there may be a demo not that they'll go and vote for the DA or the EFF, but just people might fall into apathy and not go and cast their vote. So, you know, (laughs) there's a bit of a dance with the devil going on here to try and sort of show them that their man is not entirely on ice, but uh, it it could play badly in the other provinces.
0: Yeah. So lots of calculations that he... But but
3: Ray, that assumes that uh, KwaZulu-Natal was united uh, behind Jacob Zuma, and it was not. He did succeed in killing off the IFP. Uh, that you can grant him. But right now, KwaZulu-Natal does not even have a representative in the in the top six. And, and that uh, is a direct result of their uh, infighting over Zuma. In fact, what Zuma did to, the, to KwaZulu-Natal, that's a direct result of his dirty hand there because he would have Gosazan at all cost and and, and, and it blew it all away for them ha- having, the having him charged should automatically disqualify him from from helping the ANC at least those in inside the ANC that don't want him there and can now have an Is the provincial executive guy. legally elected anyway uh, no. No. there's no, provi- there's no provincial executive and unlike in 2007 in, in, in Pulukwane, there is no conference resolution that says will support this guy in court.
0: Yeah. So KwaZulu Natal come next year is going to be a bit of a a bit of a mess. And he compensates for that by getting it right in Fa or, um, uh, or, yeah, or or also having William
1: Kieser. Yeah. In the traditional leadership role yeah. in the cabinet.
0: Yeah, doing the right things. Mm. Dispensing the right
1: kind of patronage yeah. to yeah. Rural KZN, yeah. I should imagine.
0: We'll um, we'll be back after this break. Welcome back. Hilary Joffe, um, Tom Moyani is now sort of on ice, as it were. He's been suspended. Um, what does that do to the chances of Moody's, uh, the ratings agency, when it, when it rates us again, I think, on Friday? Um, I presume m- um, Moyani in that position as SARS commissioner was ratings negative, um, given that he has to raise money and fund the fiscus. Um, uh, will it, do, will it do the rating any good? his suspension?
4: I think it's, it's at the margins but it's certainly mm. helpful at yeah. the margins because it does show again government's commitment to trying to fix the public finances because yeah. under Moyani's tenure um, we had some big revenue shortfalls yeah. and although he blamed it on the economy it was very clear that uh, a big part of it was a decline, quite a sharp decline in SARS's own effectiveness and linked to that a decline describe in tax d- morality. D- describe to us
0: what, what what an effective SARS would be. I mean, I've heard bits of this before where the commissioner would go and see a CEO of a big bank or whatever it might be. I mean, there was a, there was a relationship between SARS and big business, the big taxpayers, that, that Moyani broke.
4: I think I think it's 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 the you you really have to understand your market as it yeah. were, which in the old days SARS did. Mm-hmm. They understand they understood very well what they could expect yeah. from taxpayers because they had you know relationships which were durable and they had forca- forecasting models which were working, which mm-hmm. clearly the recent ones haven't. But I think as soon as you get a SARS which is compromised in credibility, yeah. um, in effectiveness, um, you get taxpayers saying, well we're not going to pay now i mean why should we and um the more size plays hardball the more taxpayers push back so i think the decline in tax buoyancy and in 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 tax collections generally over the past three years does reflect that now i think it's not a big risk factor that, mo- that, that moody's and the other rating agencies have flagged but certainly the fiscal issue and the yeah. kind of ballooning yeah. government debt and the um, risk posed by yeah. the state-owned enterprises were their big concerns. I think the change to the Ramaphosa administration has improved growth prospects, so that addresses their concern, number one, uh, to some extent, and number two, their big concern was the budget. I yeah. think February's budget, with its commitment to reigning in... Spending and upping taxes should address concern number two that leaves the remaining big concern which is not yet solved which is the state-owned enterprises and I think you can expect on Friday night when Moody's does um send out this report that they will flag that as a risk again. And but so I don't think anyone expects them to downgrade yeah. at this point. Oh, really? You'll remember that we were put on review yeah. by Moody's yeah. um, late last year yeah. after the October budget. Yeah. They put us on watch for a downgrade, mm. giving us sort of three months, saying they would probably announce after the budget. They've seen the budget now. They've seen the way the politics has gone. Um, nobody expects that they will downgrade the t- the chances that, are know. that they will lift yeah. that review now. Yeah. They will probably leave us on negative outlook. In yeah. other words, um, they will be watching us very yeah. carefully. But I think you can see in the markets, the way bonds are trading, the way rands are yeah. tra- the rand is trading, a downgrade from Moody's is now not expected.
0: Yeah. Interesting, though, Hesikanati, because I was... Um, um, I was in a small um, seminar the other day and one of the people there was, was involved with one of the uh, rivals to Moody's, one of the rival agencies. Um, and his point was that we South Africans worry too much about the ratings um, and that we should rather concentrate on what really matters and that was building a business case for investing in South Africa. Um, and I thought to myself, and, and, he s- and he said to the group of people, what is the business case for investing in South Africa? And there was complete silence. <laughs> because it was very difficult to think of one.
3: Mm. I am trying to think of one uh, right now. Yeah. And I'm struggling. Uh, but we should but it's
0: relative, It's relative, mean, given to, to other countries. It so it perhaps we're better off than,
3: you It know. is. Look at our labor costs. Yeah. For a country that has got 8 million unemployed people, we should not be having this kind of labor costs. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not volunteering to cut my salary. No. Uh, uh, but th- that's that's just the starting point. Yeah. And until recently we didn't even have electricity. And, and, and we have trade unions that are a whole lot more powerful than they should be. But back to the point about uh, us worrying too much about, uh, tra- uh, about ratings agencies. You would worry about them too if you had a third of your budget being funded by uh, uh, borrowings. Yeah every year year in year out you go in and and, and ask them for money you should well, worry 100
0: on million it. rand in interest
3: today yes and in uh, and that is now uh, uh, interest expenditure 185 billion rands in, the in in this past budget it's it's the second uh, highest uh, expenditure item, and it's going to, uh, I- in about three years, it's going to even uh, uh, surpass educational expenditure on yeah. education. And that is I- I- is a big worry. But a whole lot of that, as Hillary has just said, we, we, we've basically taken care of the leadership issues, and, and Ramaphosa and the government are trying to, to to do the right things. That's just the start. Now it's growth. Once we get that, uh, get, get out get growth to about 2 to 3% which is far from enough again we'll we'll start uh, bringing in more tax revenues of course by that time Moyane will be really history
0: yeah it will be he'll be, he'll be, he'll be just in memory but but um, um, f- to, to to get us to the point where where um and you were talking about outlook when does outlook turn upwards rather than down what has to so we're not talking about a material change to the rating, but just a positive outlook would do us a lot of good. I mean, it, would, it, brings, it doesn't bring bricks and mortar investment into the country, but it, it at least brings sort of, um, some sort of flow of capital back into.
4: Is stable in yeah. between negative and oh positive. Right, we're yeah. What we're aspiring yeah. to at the moment is stable, yeah. and that means that the big risks we'd have to get off the table, and we'd yeah. have to lift the growth rate. Yeah. So we would need we would need a sustainably higher growth rate, which which uh, can't come from government spending. It can't come from monetary policy. It's got to come from some structural reforms to the economy, yeah. um, and we would need to get the state-owned enterprises. I mean. The fact that there are new boards at Eskom and South African Airways doesn't fix them no. or take away their enormously over borrowed uh, and and very fragile financial position. Um, I think those t- state owned enterprises are still a big risk to the public finances and until that risk is somehow addressed I think Moody's will be um. and, and Standard and Poor's will will be worried and will likely um, Moody's keeps us on negative outlook at Standard and Poor's in which we are in fact on unstable outlook, if I recall correctly. Um, so we're fine for now. Yeah. But I think we are, there are big risks. What about to this,
0: the SOEs? What about Transnet? Is Transnet the next one to be paid attention to? Or from corruption, this? financially,
4: yeah. it's 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 pretty robust, um, mm-hmm. the balance sheet fund. But but from a state capture point of view, I think Transnet has, has had relatively little attention compared, yeah. To, yeah, um, compared com- to... Actually, it's worth th- noting on the investment front, is by the way, the, co- the Reserve and Courtly Bulletin was out this morning. And we have had an absolute wash of portfolio money in. I mean, we're not short really. of... Of investment, short term yeah. hot money investment yeah. into our debt and equity markets. We've got yeah. plenty of that. Yeah. Um, what we are short of is serious foreign direct investment and local investment to, yeah. to grow capacity. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think one of the problems that Ramaphosa has here is that he has the backing of the left in the ANC and the, and the union movement. Yeah. And this really does limit, you know, you can see that, you know, for example, ESCOM, it's a no brainer there's some parts of this thing that need to be shifted into yeah. private hands yeah. to increase efficiencies. There's the question of um, a bloated structure, mm. the, of pay that's way too high. These issues don't seem to be on mm. the table to be mm. dealt with. I mean, the, there was word that SAA was going to cut a thousand jobs. The next day they furiously denied it. Yeah. Um, obviously they've been thinking about it and it leaked out. Yeah. So. There is a structural problem here. How do you introduce efficiency and write these balance sheets um, and without
3: offending yeah. his core constituency? The fact that Ramaphosa is trusted and supported by the left is exactly the kind of asset he needs in order to go and restructure this organization. Remember one Lula da Silva who may or may not be in jail at this point in Brazil? <laughs> he, came, he came exactly on that ticket and transformed Brazil totally well albeit temporarily but he had the goodwill f- he had the trust from the left I, if jacob zuma for example were to do what you're suggesting uh, uh, it happens now we would they would go ballistic as they did with Tabombegi. but now they have one of their own mm. whom they trust and and and, and would be more willing uh, to, to, to actually uh, give there the There to transform
0: these things, and include the unions in perhaps the transformation. I mean, mm. to, you know, uh, um, yeah. parcel off some property to them, or even some companies, they can own th- the unions can own some, yeah.
3: some assets. You and know, and you do what many Germany has done, uh, did long ago, yeah. give reserve a third of the seats yeah. on every board, uh, and you say, trade union, you are in. Whether d- you like it or not. Whether you like it or yeah. not, yeah. from day one, yeah. we all sit in the same table. The, the, the problem now is the distrust.
0: Well, that is uh, exactly the thing with the SAA, sorry. Exactly. The, the CEO was sounding slightly hysterical on the radio in the morning because of the story. I think, had said a thousand jobs, you know, it's a bloodbath and all that sort of stuff. And in Germany, that just wouldn't happen because the unions would get the same information as the rest of the board at the same time. You know, there's no room for those kinds of areas. We are
3: all in this together. Right now, uh, we we have trade union and and uh, labor relations now uh, are still mirroring our past, our ugly past. Uh, Back then when trade union was really a code for for liberation.
0: But the government's got to have the courage. I mean, business can't decide... On a new national board structure, you know. So so let's give Ramaphosa advice.
3: You you are busy now and get rid of Tomoyane and all the state capture brigade. Once you're done with that, call the trade unions in and we sort this country once and for all. I think,
1: you know, the problem is the lesson of Mbeki was that he adopted this conservative fiscal framework. He did all the right things for the investor community. He spent a lot of political capital capital and alienated the left in the ANC and outside of it. And then the investment didn't come, so you know that there wasn't this sort of the investment. flow of money yeah, that actually sort of led to jobs.
0: But we ended up with good things like a you know a fiscal surplus at one stage. If but I'm that, that was after he uh, he, s- he moved on yeah. to a new footing,
1: which yeah. was a state-led growth. Yeah. Yeah. Plan under Skisa. Um,
0: we've got we r- we're running out of uh, out of time. I just wanted to raise one thing about Gwenda Mantasha the new mining minister. Is he uh, Hillary? Do I understand that Gwenda Mantasha is not going to change? Mosabenzi's one is mining charter.
4: I didn't understand that he wasn't going to change it. Oh. I, wan- I understood that he wanted to use mining charter three, which is Mosabenzi's one mining as the basis for talks on a new charter. Whereas most of the industry wanted, in fact, the entire industry wanted the thing thrown in the bin um, and talks restarted. And the Chamber of Mines has actually done a lot of work on what a new charter, more durable, more inclusive charter, and they've consulted a lot of stakeholders on what a new charter should look like. So it's a huge disappointment and actually quite disturbing that instead of doing what he was widely expected to do, which is say, let's start again, He's, he's taking Zwane's charter as, as the basis for, for talks now. But isn't
3: that
0: extraordinary? Why would he do that? Well, let's. Did he go in
3: unprepared to the meeting? Let's or? give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Zwane included the major issues that were never discussed, but you would think the, the broad framework yeah. was discussed. So So if he says, look, 60% of the thing is probably good. Yeah. You guys have a problem with that and that and that. Let's talk about those. Yeah. Th- that, that's, that's a good starting point. Because Zohane, t- talented as he may have been with his Gupta people, he would not have done even that shorty kind of work yeah. all by his own. Yeah. It was the state that did it. Yeah. And it is the state machinery that Guede has inherited. Okay. Thank to you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, so um, we, we, we've, got to, we've got to wrap up. The only other piece of news which is good news is that Rabada. Um, is going to be playing again in the next test match against uh, Australia. And if I was um, an Australian batsman, I'd uh, pad, up, pad, up, pad up well. And um, we have Advocate Dalia and Porfer to thank for that. So thank you, sir. Um, we don't agree with much of the policies of your party, but you did a good thing for the rest of us uh, today. Thank you very much. Good night.